have I made a match for you? He's handsome, he's young, all right, he's 62, but he's a nice man, a good catch, true, true. I promise you'll be happy, and even if you're not, there's more to life than that. Don't ask me what. Al Silver. Hi! Back in the United States, a little out of schedule. Exactly. I I was saying, there's, you know, there's a a quote from... uh, from the character of Lemel in Paula Vogel's Indecent that I was working on in London. America, I here am. And I, uh, <laughs> when I passed through customs uh, exactly a week ago today, I screamed it. And, um, you know, I don't know that I'm necessarily better or worse off in terms of epicenterness, but it sure does feel good to be near family and my medical team and everything that I would need to sort of press forward should anything go wrong. Well, sure. Um, we'll skip your trip through the airport because that okay. doesn't sound like, <laughs> but I did want to ask. Um, it was zippy be- though. I will say. Was it zippy? Okay. Most well, that's town. good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do, we talked about it a little bit when you were on the podcast, but just so people can remember you you do have what what is your your medical condition that has to be monitored so i have i am a i have an autoimmune disease um mm. ulcerative colitis which is ostensibly um an auto autoimmune diseases are when your body's immune system overreacts and is in sort of a constant state of inflammation that would normally be fighting regular diseases so you're on the subway you touch a bug you're get a little bit of a fever, your body burns it off. And two days later, Mm -hmm. you're feeling fine. People with autoimmune diseases, that response is sort of always active and it has to be sort of constantly monitored. And it means that we're in the group called the immunocompromised. So right now, um, the, the people that have autoimmune diseases are part of the sort of like vulnerable people that all of you who are staying home are helping to protect. So I'm really, really grateful. And, um, you know, it just means that if we get hit with something, we would have uh, our, our body is sort of already inflamed and already at war. So we'd have a little bit less of a chance of fighting it off and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sort of speeding to an emergency situation. So it's just really important to keep our immunity up where we can and take the extra precautions. Mm-hmm. When, when you think about the people out there that are compromised, I think a lot of us are thinking about the elderly and people that are really visibly sick. But um, I sort of represent a small group of people that are kind of invisibly uh, compromised. And when you want to lick the wall of the subway or something, think of me. Think of me. <laughs> when you just can't help yourself. Okay, that's good. <laughs> That's, I'm just thinking of the pull like that on a poster for a show. Like if you want to lick the subway wall, think of L. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's important. I, I wanted to ask you about that because that is very important to remember that it's not just the elderly and, and it's not just, I mean, it's just that there are all kinds of people out there doing all kinds yeah. of things. And that's it's, why we're it's a, staying It's an inside. important social consciousness thing. And, you know, it's not something that I would get out and talk about as often as I am right now, but I think it's an important thing to sort of say that you probably don't even realize that you know somebody who is Mm -hmm. vulnerable. And um, these are the reasons to be responsible and 
take staying at home and following the guidelines is a real civic responsibility that um, it's not just people that are outside your immediate social circle, it's people that you know and might not ever suspect. Yeah, it's all around you. And totally. that's, what's, that's what's important. But you're home now. I am. With, with your cat. Tatiana Angela Lansbury Romanov. There she is. I always has, I get the I get the names in the wrong order, so that's why I didn't. It's want to okay. Say it's a, it's a mouthful. But you know, Tati is a great teacher because she's been socially isolating her whole existence. <laughs> that's true. We can learn from the cats in this. In this there is so time. much wisdom to be gleaned from Her Majesty, and um, you know, she uh, she I I will say. Um, one of the things that has been sort of amazing is like the wisdom of animals, the patience of their solitude. And, um, and she has been on a very serious note, like extremely comforting and, mm. and wonderful to be with. And, uh, you know, uh, her and my partner, Alec and an infinite book list and creative mind, uh, makes passing the time not so, uh, cabin fevery. Mm-hmm. So that's good. To yeah. keep it, yeah, keep yourself. What else are you doing to keep yourself kind of entertained? I, I mean, the great thing is, like, I, I'm very introverted by nature, so I don't find facing down isolation as challenging as my extrovert pals, who, you know, I think we all really need to look after in this time of hardship. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to check in on your extroverts. Yes. They're suffering. And, um, and that isn't, I don't actually think that is a joke. Like, I do think there's yeah, some, no, I agree. Some, some big sociological trauma experienced by some people that really feel life force from others. But I just, you know, I've developed a schedule. I wake up, mm. I write first thing in the morning. I, I'm, I'm cherishing the things that are still sacred, like morning coffee and watching mm. the sunrise and uh, fresh air out my window and my favorite movie and cooking a home cooked meal and stuff that feels really uh, nurturing and healing. And also trying to sort of balance um, and legitimize and validate my very real personal grief of losing the opportunity to do Indecent in London and the beautiful company that was formed that almost was and hopefully will be reunited, but we'll see. Right. And really um, honor my personal fears and feelings and sadnesses while simultaneously holding them with like the global fear and despair and trying to just uh, exist in that dialectic and validate my life and my experiences and share it with others. And I think just like you, finding a lot of joy and a lot of comfort and balm in creating just like mm -hmm. blogging. I've made a couple of like quarantine book lists that I'm scheduling to publish. I'm having talks with great people like you. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm doing a lot of remote teaching, which has been really amazing. Oh, that's great. That's really great. Um, and it's just wonderful to be able to sort of have conversations with people, students, friends, colleagues about like, since we cannot change this time, how do we use it and view it as a blessing? What could it possibly mean um, for us and for the world? And to just pick that reality up from there. And once we're done feeling the sad and scary stuff, which we should mm -hmm. experience, um, it's not to be denied. But once we have let that wash over us, what do we do now? Sure. I feel like when you were on the show, you and I, commiserated over embracing uncertainty 
totally. and the, the need for that. And I really feel like I've been called out by the universe a little bit. Totally. <laughs> and like, well, if you think that, here we are. Let's um, test yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so I, I think that it, it is that it is that sort of tiny moments I've sort of found living beat to beat a little bit more yeah. helpful um, totally. and knowing what I know. Um, but I am also surrounded uh, by, by children who don't really know that anything different is going on right. except for the nor, lack of school. Nor, I suppose, should they? Yeah, it, it's a little, trying to explain why they can't go to the playground has been tricky. Luckily, the little girls just accept it's closed. They go, oh, okay. You know. Okay, yeah. And they move on. Um, but my son explaining to him sort of why we can't go here, why we can't do that, like why things are different. He's, he's, he's liking it so far, but it's, it has been, it's been a little tricky. Yeah. But keeping that positive face on in front right. of people has been sort of the daily, the daily challenge. But I think it is important to get out because the totally. more you are positive with other people, the more I think you get positive if you, you know, I do too. Up. I think we, I think we gain strength and wisdom from each other. We are social creatures. And mm. I think one of the big things I've learned in the last week um, is that like that, you know, you and I, when we talked before, also talked a lot about sort of the cycles and the ebbs and flows of grief. And I think that one of the things that's really interesting about adversity, grief, of course, being one of the ultimate adversities, like, mm -hmm. is that you, you find that you have these ebbs where you really do feel exhausted and powerless and defeated. And there is a really interesting sort of social balancing that occurs where when that happens, uh, people who are in a stronger position than you in that moment are able to sort of hold you. And then a seesaw occurs. And that, that's happened to me a couple of times in the last week where I felt overwhelmed and my partner, Alec, or my mother or some friend on, you know, that I'm connecting with virtually will have more spiritual strength. And then I will be buoyed and we're able to sort of exchange and switch places. And I think that's the sort of definition of unconditional support, right? You sort of, mm -hmm. um, when you have more energy to spare, to offer it where you can mm -hmm. um, for, the, for the downtrodden. Yeah, it's uh, very not important. Everybody is gonna respond to these things in uh, predictable ways. And I think we just have to be prepared to behave with some real grace. Mm -hmm. And so, patience. Totally. Yeah. For ourselves too. For yes, our yes, 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 yes. Permission I mean, to feel overwhelmed to... every now and again exactly. is not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> and ultimately be like Tati, right? Just mm. get on your back and show your belly and have a snack. Repeat. Unless he's a man.